Boom. Welcome to Amateur Opinions Football, Fantasy Football Show. These are your hosts, Juice and Easy. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. We're getting ready for Game Week 19. How are you looking, man? Um, not too bad. I had a decent uh, Game Week 18. Um, I could have I could have had more if I changed my starting lineup. I think I had about 53 points, um, and I had 12 points on the bench. So that was unfortunate. Wow, 12 from who? Um, Maguire and Mitchell. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 And you had Jeff, and you obviously had a few, a few blank, blank. Uh, what's it called? Performers at the back. Yeah, Son and Pedro Neto were the big ones, and they took up the spot for those other two. So yeah, I mean, if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't have changed my lineup. I always tend to go with the forwards because, I mean, when's the last time United kept a clean sheet? So, not. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, me too. Definitely didn't. But All decent right. week, I think. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a, I, I made use of my uh, free hit chip. So yeah. Yeah, most people did. Most people did. I mean, it seemed uh, like a necess- like a necessary move this week. For sure. Um, but you know, you know, this week we're, we're looking at a double game week, and uh, which teams have have two games? So we have Leeds. Um, no, no, not Leeds. Sorry, um, Newcastle, uh, Fulham. Austin Villa, um, West Ham. So it's quite a couple. It's, yeah. it's quite a couple. Um, so that's so this is an interesting week, right? Where you can yeah. kind of you know gain a lot of points from uh, from people with two games. Chelsea is uh, another one. Chelsea have another. Uh, Chelsea is one of the teams that have a double game week. So very interesting. Yeah, and they've got Fulham and Leicester, two yes. away. Two pretty, not very easy games. Not at all. Not at okay. all. Okay, so if if we if we if we're gonna look at if we quickly just look at you know in terms of defense, you know uh, what teams do you expect to kind of keep at least one clean in the two game weeks that are that are following up in so the two games? Me, yeah, um, for me definitely Man City. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 top my list because Pip has um, really got them uh, ticking at the back. So right. to a point where um, my strategy is actually I'm actually doubling up on on City defenders um, this week. Yeah, I, as in just in general. Um, oh okay. Yeah, that's 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 my strategy. So I mean, City in the last. Maybe four or so in the last five games, they have like four clean, sh- three clean sheets. <clears throat> you can even go all the way good. back to ten games, 11, 12, 12 games. I think they have like ten cleans in twelve or something. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something crazy something like that. Crazy, well, no, it's yeah. it's they have seven clean sheets, right? Of which altogether, altogether of which one, two, three, four, five. Most of them have come in the last uh, seven weeks. Oh, they have no. seven only. They, okay. they they only have seven, which is it's it's lower than you would. No, they they probably have more. I'm just looking at one player here. I do. I th- I think they have more. You're right. They have more than that. Um, yeah. So so Man City definitely, and then I'd I'd say Leicester as well. You know they're playing Southampton and Chelsea. Southampton. Uh, yeah. 
uh, I don't know. Do you think? Do you see Leicester keeping that, a clean? Just one. I, I I can see at least one. Um, I see. Is possible, especially against Chelsea. I'm not really rating them at the moment. No, they're in a bad run of form. And bad against form. a team like Leicester, I mean, even Fulham, like it's, it's going to be tough for them, really. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So those are the the teams, and then West Ham, obviously. Uh, you know, if you can get Cresswell in, if you need just one transfer at the back, and you have the funds to get Cresswell in, I believe he he's one of the defenders who has created the most. So he'd be one to 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 look at with two games two games against West Brom and and um, wait who's the other team they're playing Burnley oh, at home. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So if if we just move if we just move to so, midfield. Yeah, just just to yeah just to wrap up on defenders. I think for me, I like City so much that um, I'm doubling down on them, and I think I will be for some time. Um, yeah, and we'll see how that goes. That's how confident I am in Pep's defense. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's fair. That's not the worst move I've ever heard. It's, it's very sound. I mean, I remember last season, you know, I did the same thing with Liverpool. So it's 100%. something that that works. That works if if a team if you're very confident like they are, then for sure. All right. Yeah. If we win go big, into lose big. Hmm? You win big, you lose big. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If we go into midfield, you know, there's the classic Fernandez, Salah, De Bruyne. We won't really spend too much time on those guys. That's they they they're pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you know, I don't have De Bruyne personally because I can't really afford him. I would have had to sell like Son, Salah, or Fernandez, and yeah, or Vardy, and yeah, I was just like, it's not worth taking a hit for. Yeah, fun um, fact about De Bruyne is he's actually not giving his managers like um, a decent return, right? Um, yeah, that's so true. So I, I was I was looking at some stats. Like if you look at um, the value that De Bruyne is bringing in, I think it's he's hovering around 0.6. So that means for every million that you spend on him, like how many points are you, you know, getting back? Um, mm. And he's, he's, he's not, you know, giving you more than one point per million spent so i mean it it will change but for 11.5 de bruyne just doesn't give you great value right now so let's see if his form changes that's true i also don't have him in my team for that reason yeah so so de bruyne the interesting thing about when you watch the games he he should definitely do more right he's he's finishing hasn't been what what it's supposed to be or what is what it usually is I mean, last game he gave gave up a penalty to Sterling for some reason, right? He, sh- he should have taken it, and we would have scored. Uh, yeah. so, you know, so I, I, De Bruyne feels like a matter of time to me personally because you know, and he's he's creating a lot. He's actually playing really well. He's he just is. not uh, you know scoring or converting his chances or you know his assists that he gives people chance creation. People aren't scoring because City are just I don't know. They're just, uh, you know, one luck away from from scoring a lot. For sure, and he was—he yeah. looked very threatening against uh, Brighton. I mean, his his passing is just quite insane. So it's definitely a matter of time. I think the sun thing will dry up, and then he will definitely make his way into our our teams. You know. Yeah, um, for sure. So right, I mean, now- he created three chances in against Brighton, and he got one assist. So and three good chances, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he had his own, 
where he should have scored. Exactly. And that exactly. includes the penalty that he gave away to Sterling. Exactly. Yeah, right. and you know that chance mm-hmm. he, you really expected him to bury that. So he's looking very threatening. Very. So you know, yeah. in a, in a span of two games, I expect him to get double figures, hundred percent. So, yeah. Well, expect him, but it might not happen because Aston Villa yeah. is also quite a tough nut, tough nut to crack. So if we if we move then to more budget friendly midfielders who have double games, right? So you know, we're looking at my picks in terms of teams. Uh, Aston Villa guys and Suchek from West Ham. So from Aston Villa, you know, the classic Grealish, El Ghazi, uh, Bertrand Traore, those three um, are the basically the biggest threats on the team. And uh, yeah, you know, having one of them for the two games is pretty pretty cool because they're playing Man City away and they've been they've been very good against big teams. And then also Newcastle, which has been horrible. So you know, yeah, you expect you know them to 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 get to get you some points. Yeah, and, uh, I like I like I like Austin Villa against Newcastle. Even if it wasn't a double game week, Newcastle yeah. are terrible. Um, they are playing very defensively. They looked horrible against Sheffield. This is a big opportunity for for people to get points. So both if if what I would look at is I'd look at Arsenal and, and Villa players for sure. Maybe Arsenal? Arsenal back line and then and then I don't know if I trust you, you Arsenal's forwards. Excuse me? You you're talking about this week? Uh yes. Ars- who's Arsenal playing? So Arsenal play because Newcastle Newcastle have a, a double game week, right? So what I'm saying is Newcastle are, are so bad that I would sort of bet against them. So maybe if you have an Arsenal defender, you know, that could be Oh, as in you you keep him in. You keep him in if you have an Arsenal defender, um, or if you're one of those people who brought in Saka or Lacazette, they might they might give you some returns against a shaky looking Newcastle. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so even in a, in a double game week, you you still go for an Arsenal guy. I mean, you wouldn't transfer him in, but you'd keep him. I'd keep him. Yeah, I'd keep him because he's likely. I, I have a strong feeling, especially if you get an Arsenal defender or a goalkeeper, like if you get Leno, I'm. I'm quite confident that he'd get us, you know, he can get you six points. Whereas somebody in a double game week, they might be playing twice and get you four points, you know. So yes, that's true. It just depends on um, how so that's, confident that's, you are in the people you're bringing. That's in. a that's a that's a fine point that you just made, you know, because it's a it's a it's a mistake a lot of people have made, including myself in previous seasons, where you 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 get blinded by the two games and then you sell someone with a with a favorable fixture for example yeah. you know, for this week if we move on to forwards or if we stay in midfield for a guy like son who's playing sheffield you know you, you, and then you sell him for de bruyne for example de bruyne could easily get you know let's say eight points and then son scores twice so has a goal and an assist and then he has 13 points yeah, and then you have egg on your face at the end of the day because you've then taken a hit as well, most likely to get the Brenner in for sign. So sometimes you you, you kind of get blinded, and uh, and like I, like, like I was gonna say, if we move on to forwards, we've got Bamford playing Brighton. You know, I so I I, I transferred uh, Ollie Watkins in for for Calvert Lewin, but Watkins is actually on my bench, and I've decided to start Bamford because I feel. He, well, he's he's a he's a excuse me he's a better player in terms of scoring goals anyway, 
So better prospects in terms of scoring goals anyway, and he's playing against a Brighton side that's not really keeping cleans. So I'd actually rather have him with his one game than Watkins against City and Newcastle. So I that's agree. kind of yeah. So that's I kind agree. of the thing that because we're looking you don't, at. You don't expect Watkins to do anything in in one of those games, and then Newcastle he, will probably sit back, and there you are with four points. Yeah, Watkins has had returns in four games out of seventeen. Right. Granted, in those yeah. four, in each of those four games, there were big returns, but he's it's, it's only had four games that he's actually produced. So, you know, like I said, Bamford is probably a better option there. All right, if, if, we, if we continue with the strikers, you know, there's Vardy there playing, Southampton and Chelsea, you know, um, Bamford we've already mentioned. If you have Harry Kane, again, you, you know, do you really want to sell him against Sheffield? Probably not. Um, not, no. But I don't have him, so you know the decision is easy for me. I have Vardy instead against Chelsea sure. and Southampton, so I like my chances there as well. Uh, it, so I, I mentioned uh, you know people using a bench boost this week offline, so I'm, I might consider doing it. Now my strategy for that is, you know, I've got I'm on negative four at the moment because I sold Calvert Lewin. And then I brought in Suchek and Oli Watkins. So I have a negative four. So my thinking is, you know, on the bench, I've got Tyreek Mitchell playing Man City, Dallas playing Brighton and Watkins with a double game week. And my keeper hasn't, is, doesn't play. So my thinking is I'm going to actually buy a, play, uh, a keeper that plays, right? Let's say Ariola for Fulham or something, and then have him there and then play my bench boost. Because now... You know, I have a negative eight, and all my players are going to play. So it feels like, you know, sometimes you might want to save your, your bench boost for later, but you don't really know how your team's going to look in terms of how many double players will have that week where you decide if it's a double yeah. game week. I mean, you don't know what situation it is. So if, if you feel like, you know, this situation is can be very lucrative without you taking too many hits, like a negative eight for fifteen players is is pretty good, so sure. I I think I'm gonna do that. What are your What are your thoughts there? Interesting. Um, I think it's situational. Like in your position, if if you're forced into it, not a bad move at all. Um, also depends on the strength of your bench. You know, I think you have quite Absolutely. a strong. Yeah. You have quite a strong bench, and I I think there are a couple of people who like to go cheap on the bench and sort of get players who aren't playing so that they can have a, quite a strong starting 11. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I, another thing that I wanted to ask you, just speaking mm-hmm. of p- playing chips, what do you think about this week for a uh, a triple captain? For like a Salah, for example. You see, that's, the triple captain, you know, it's tough, man, because United and... Liverpool are both playing each other, and your two main options for tri- triple triple captain would be Fernandez or Salah, right? Yeah, that's a difficult one, man. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm doing a bench boost instead. Sure, but uh, sure. I, something it's something that I'm thinking about. Will I play it? I don't know. But um, if if we look at so you have United have two tough fixtures: Liverpool and Fulham, and then. Um, Liverpool played Burnley, so I expect Salah to get returns. Maybe he does something against United, but 
Uh, yeah, tricky, tricky one. It's um, I think it's going to be situational for different people. For Who different would you people. be captaining? But I do think Who the would bench you be triple boost- captaining? Fernandez or Salah? I, hmm, I'd probably go Salah. I'd probably go Salah. And the reason I'd go Salah is United don't have a good record at the back. Okay, so this is my thinking. The odds yep. of United keeping a clean sheet aren't high, which means that odds of Salah scoring or assisting are quite good. And I like Liverpool against Burnley, so I'd probably go with Salah. And Fulham, which is Bruno's second game, um, Fulham, Fulham are looking good, man. Fulham are looking really good. So I just think it's it's a tight uh, fixture list. Oh, it's a t- it's a it's a harder game week for for Bruno than it is for Salah. Facts, you know, because Salah has two home games, Bruno has two away games. Uh, I'd yep. probably go Salah for triple captain this week, if if you're feeling risky. But oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah, play I'm it. not. I'm not comfortable enough for it to be honest. I'm comfortable yeah. for just a a clean uh, triple captain. You know, no, sorry, yes. uh, pinch boost. All right. Uh, so I mean, we've already discussed our captains. Then you know, Salah, Fernandez. Those are the main options there. Um, for sure. Oh yeah. So for I was gonna say I'm I'm probably gonna buy Ariola as my second keeper for the bench boost. He's playing Chelsea and Man United, and like you said, Fulham have been really good. Uh, you know, and and he's he's been making saves. So I'm only pretty much I'm getting him first because he's the one I can afford. It was either him or Sam Johnston of West Brom, and yeah, I'm, I don't like West Brom. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna go for. And uh, hope that he just gets a bunch of saves and hopefully a clean against Chelsea and I'll be happy. Mm, take it from there. Interesting. Let's see how it goes. Um, the bench boost, I, I think people should let us know what they think about it. What, will they play it? Very interesting. Another thing that I wanted to discuss before we close out, a lot of people had Calvert-Lewin. They probably have sold him. If you're like me, he's still in your team because you played your free hit. Um, what What are the options in terms of... of um, Calvert-Lewin, do you think go for a straight swap? Do you maybe get a cheaper striker to sit on your bench and bring in a quality midfield? What are you What are you thinking? For example, like Pedro Neto, you might take a hit, get, um, you know, a budget striker, and then maybe invest in your midfield and play with two strikers up top. Just your thoughts yeah. there before we close out on Calvert-Lewin. Um, I'd probably go with the midfield, to be honest, uh, but get a striker that actually plays. You know, yes. so like in my case, Suchek is on, is on form and he's always dangerous in the box. Um, and, uh, you know, you've got Ollie Watkins. Like I said, he's not great, but he'll he'll be my main bench guy. Because the thing is, with this COVID thing that's happening, you really want your bench to have guys who play. You know, I've had situations yeah. where uh, I've had you know, someone who doesn't play and then I don't have anyone on the bench playing. So, and I'm, and we're fortunate that Tyreek Mitchell is back playing for, for, for Crystal Palace. So that helps with the, with the bench. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, that, those are my thoughts there. You know, there's, yeah, those are the options pretty much, you know, go, go into midfield. I don't really see any more cheap strikers that are really doing it at the moment. 100%. And I think another one is Lacazette who, I think a lot of people might be interested in. Let's see how it goes. Arsenal were 
back to themselves again. I think he's another option, you know. Um, but we're gonna have Especially to wait and see. Especially when if Tierney's back, then he he creates quite a bit. Yes. All right. So definitely, excuse me. Lots of interesting choices for people to make. But yeah, people should let us know. Uh, triple captain, bench boost. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what people do. Lots of options this week. Yep. Well, all the best with uh, with the week, guys. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, like I said, don't overstretch in terms of selling guys who taking hits for guys with double points, double game weeks when uh, when you have a guy like Son playing Sheffield, or yeah. you know, or doing a cane for 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 Vardy. It might you know, it might just backfire. Or even 100%. Bamford, you know. So yeah, all the best, guys. Uh, all the best of the week. Hope hopefully y'all do well. I hope I do well. Hope you do all well easy. These are yeah, our thanks, amateur opinions. Catch us just before the next game week. If you like them, you can take them. If you don't, you can leave them. Peace. All right, peace.